Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I'm going to start off with a great analogy And my goal for this podcast episode is hopefully you have a little bit of a light bulb moment and you're like, wow, I didn't think of it that way. That's so cool. But also my hope is that you can save this episode or mark this episode down somewhere to where when you're having a moment of frustration or you're having a moment when you are down on yourself, that this is an episode that you can come back to and refer back to and really center yourself on this financial journey because that's something that happens a lot, right? There there can always be things that might still be triggering for you that you're working through. And so when something like that comes up, it can throw you off. You can get in your own head and kind of start this spiral. And that's okay if something like that happens, but we want to have the time in which we kind of spiral and get in our own head and start to doubt ourselves. We want to decrease that time as much as possible. So this is also going to be a good one, hopefully, that you can mark down for later when you might have that moment. So so let's dive in. I want you to imagine going to your favorite clothing store, going to your favorite clothing store, and you go and find a new pair of jeans. Okay. You go and find a new pair of jeans. If you're anything like me, I am so particular about jeans. I'm so particular because I think a lot of jeans are so uncomfortable. And now I feel like when I find jeans that are comfy and fit me really well, I'm just obsessed with them. And so I do everything I can to find like perfectly fitting jeans. So want you to imagine your favorite store to get jeans. You go, They don't have any fitting rooms open, so you just have to buy a pair. You're like, okay, I'm usually this size, so you get that size, you buy them, you go home. You go home, you try on this pair of jeans, and it is like two sizes too small. You can barely get it over, you know, your thighs or your waist or whatever, and once it's on, it's so tight that it's so uncomfortable. Um, for me, I hate when I feel like things are like digging into my stomach or digging into my legs or like I can't breathe or like I can't eat or whatever. I hate that feeling. And so you try this on, you're like, oh my gosh, like this is not ideal. I'm like, just feel so just uncomfy. I feel uncomfy. Okay, so now I want you to imagine you take those jeans off you take the tags off and you put them in your closet. And those are the pair of jeans that you wear consistently. You wear them to work. You wear them to 
go out to happy hour with some friends. You wear them on the weekend to run some errands. You have to wear them for the next month straight. And I want you to think about where your mind would be at every time you wore them. For me, the lot of squeezing into a pair of jeans that doesn't fit when and having to do it consistent consistently sounds like the worst. Um, I've had jeans before where I like them, but they're in order for it to fit me everywhere. It's like a little tight on the stomach. And so I keep them and I wear them and I'm like out to dinner and I'm like, oh, they're so tight. And then I get to the car and I like unbutton them and I'm like, oh, wow, that feels so much better, right? That feeling of like relief or when you get home at the end of the day and you get to like take your jeans off if they're uncomfy and just be like, oh, you know, but think about that every single time you're on your way to work and you have to wear these uncomfy jeans because they're so uncomfy. Maybe you don't feel like they're super flattering. And so maybe you're not as confident as you are in other pairs and you start to get in your own head, right? Um, maybe you start to think, oh my gosh, like if only I just, you know, I've definitely had this narrative in my life before of, well, if, you know, if I just ate healthier, then I wouldn't, these wouldn't fit me so poorly. Like if I just did X, Y, and Z and you kind of start to feel like a failure, or at least that's my experience. You start to a little bit feel like a failure. And because of that, you, you start to take on a lot of shame. You start to take on a lot of shame of if only I did X, Y, and Z, why can't I do X, Y, and Z? I'm not good enough or I don't have a good enough work ethic or I don't have a good enough, my willpower isn't strong enough. And, and you make up all these narratives about yourself because of what's going on, right? Because of you wearing these jeans that are way too small for you and they make you feel a certain way and get in your own head, okay? And what this narrative begins to spiral into is that you don't fit into these jeans. You don't fit into these jeans, right? That is the narrative that, be, that becomes when you wear these jeans that don't fit every single day. But instead, what we want to remember is that jeans... Is there something else I can help with? Excuse me, Apple Watch is so disrespectful. Leave me alone. Um, What we want to remember is that jeans and all clothes are made to fit us. We are not made to fit jeans. Okay? We are not made to fit jeans. Now, let me take a very similar scenario. Instead of you going to Target or wherever, whatever store, I like Target, but whatever store and buying jeans that are too small, imagine you trying to fit into your middle school jeans, right? Maybe you were shorter. Maybe you, if you were like me, I was like prepubescent. So I was just like a stick, whereas I'm not um, now because I am, I am not, I, I was literally prepubescent. And So me trying to fit into those jeans now would be so hard because I am a different person. My body looks different. My life looks different. My lifestyle looks different. My priorities look different. And so same thing, after a while, I'm sure these these, uh, feelings of guilt or shame would come up for me because I wasn't fitting into that mold. 
But remember, I'm allowed to change. I'm on this earth to change and to grow. And my body is allowed to change. And my body is allowed to fluctuate and all of these things. Like, that's okay. But when the narrative is that I'm not fitting into these genes, it adds shame to who we are. Okay, are you with me on this? Nod along. Give me a nod in the in the car or on a walk or wherever you are. Give me a nod and I will telepathically feel your nod if you're with me. Now, what if we applied this same thing to a budget or to a spend plan? I personally uh, call it a spend plan because I don't like the idea of a budget, but a spend plan is just planning out where your money is going. Okay. To me, it feels more empowering, but if, you know, budget is more like a universal term. And so I can use budget in this example. Imagine if we apply this scenario to a budget. You aren't supposed to fit into the budget. And if you, if you set a budget for yourself that is not realistic and you continue to not hit the goal, you continue to spend more than that, you will likely start to experience those same feelings of guilt and shame because you, you, you must be broken, right? You have this budget and since you aren't fitting into it, there must be something wrong with you. You know, you might feel like I'm a failure. Every month I try to have a budget and then I fail. I try to have a budget and then I fail. But here's the thing that I want to remind you today. A budget isn't supposed to be something that you have to fit into, especially if the budget that you're setting for yourself is too restrictive. I can't spend anything. I'm going to try a no spend month or a no spend week. I have a whole nother podcast episode about it's literally called screw you and your no spend days. So go if you want to know my opinion on no spend months or no spend days, you can search that podcast episode. But if you're constantly trying to tell yourself, oh, my shopping budget is $5 or my food budget for buying food out or going out to eat at a restaurant is $15 and that's not realistic based on your priorities, of course you're going to potentially start to have these feelings of shame or feeling like a failure because you're trying to squeeze into a budget that isn't your size, that isn't the size that that aligns with you, just like trying to squeeze into an old pair of jeans or squeeze into a pair of jeans that is two sizes too small. It's not helpful. It doesn't it, it, you don't just magically, oh, fit into it and everything's great, right? If anything, it's way more impactful on your mental health and way more impactful on your relationship with money because now it becomes this negative thing of I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. And if you think of the other scenario, when we're trying to fit into our middle school jeans, are you trying to fit into a middle school budget? I struggled with this a ton when I graduated from college. I started feeling really guilty when I spent more money on groceries or when I spent money on a little higher quality makeup because I was I wanted to switch to non-toxic products or if I spent a little bit more on a gym membership. 
But the truth is, I didn't need a gym membership in college because I could go to the college campus. I bought like $1 makeup from the like dollar section of, you know, Walmart or Target in college and whatever. All of my my priorities in college are not the same priorities post-college and are definitely not the same priorities I have now, which means I shouldn't be trying to squeeze myself in the same budget I had at that time. Just like trying to squeeze into our middle school jeans, we need to update our budget or update our spend plan to fit our current priorities. Just like you should buy clothes that fit your current body type and the things that matter to you so you feel really good. You deserve to feel really good in your clothes and you deserve to feel really good in your spending. You're allowed to spend things based on your priority and you shouldn't have to apologize to anyone, including yourself, for wanting to spend money on clothes if that's what you're prioritizing right now or a vacation if that's what you're prioritizing. There should not be this one size fits all of you need to spend this way because I said so or because other people are doing it or because you used to do that or because you used to be able to do that or whatever. There's so much shame that comes along with budgeting when we feel like we're not doing it right and we feel like we're failing. So this this whole episode, I hope that you can take some time and sit down and look through the budget that you're setting. Is it realistic based on what your priorities are? Is it realistic based on how you've normally been spending? Is it realistic based on the things that you have going on in your life right now? If you've committed to being in a couple weddings this year, Maybe a spending budget of $10 a month isn't realistic because you've already committed to being in a wedding where you might need to buy shoes for that wedding or, and I don't want to say need like you have to do that, but you might be in a situation where you feel pressure because you've committed to this to buy a bridesmaid's dress and to buy plane tickets to go to the the bachelorette party or whatever, whatever that might look like. Make sure that your budget or your spend plan is reflective of who you are today and what you want today and your desires today and your goals today and not trying to fit into a budget that will not work for you. We're allowed to enjoy spending. We're allowed to look at our bank account every month and, and, and let me back up. Here's the goal. The, the, here's the lie. Let me start with the lie. The lie is that the goal should be to spend the least amount possible. That's the lie. The goal is to spend in alignment. So when you're setting your budget or you're setting your spend plan, don't make the goal, how can I spend as little as possible? Make the goal, how can I look back on last month's spending and be proud of where my money went? That's what we want. That's what we want. So that's what I want you to ask yourself today is when I look back on last month's spending, where am I really proud of where my money went? Where am I maybe not so proud because it was out of alignment for me? 
where am I being too restrictive where it just leads to me saying, screw it, I already failed, might as well try next month and just spend whatever this month. That's what I want you to do. Just take an audit. The more that we can reclaim money as a topic that we get to feel good about and we get to feel confident about and we get to ditch the shame, the better, right? The better, the more confident that we will be as human beings, the more empowered that we will get to feel when our money is supporting us and not adding to the guilt or shame that we feel. We need to release all of that guilt and shame. And that's what we're on a mission to do with money, right? That's what we're on a mission to do. So that is our episode for today. I hope you like this analogy. If you do, make sure to go and leave a review. Um, Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And also, before I forget, make sure you are checking out this month's masterclass. This month's masterclass is on home buying. And so if you are wanting to buy a home either now or in the future, this is a great masterclass for you. You get lifetime access, so you can go through it, learn all the things that you should be preparing now. So down the road, when you want to buy a house, it is a smooth process from a financial perspective. That's what we're going to cover this month. You have until the first of May to jump in and enroll for the masterclass. And we will see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper the Money podcast.